This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Paul Stone. It's bowl season, man. It's right up his alley. So, Paul, how are you? Doing well. Uh, beautiful uh, day here in uh, East Texas, and we're bracing for the Arctic storm coming uh, on Thursday and Friday, as is much of the country. Yes, indeed. And uh, in the South, we're just not prepared to handle that uh, cold weather like our friends uh, up north. All right, and, you know, we try and tell people, and more and more people I run into and uh, here on the show, man, these bowl, these bowl games are just such a headache with the opt-outs, with the coaches, with the transfer portal. Yes, that's why we're here to try and do it. We do, we do all the headache work for them. So our staff has done really well. And so far, the information is really playing a big uh, a big uh, a role in who's uh, winning these bowl games. Let's get to the Armed Forces Bowls. So Baylor is four and forty three and a half against Wake um, against Air Force. I'm sorry, Air Force. No no homework necessary in this group. No opt outs here, brother. Uh, Baylor has uh, a handful of them, including uh, including a random. Uh, shaking up his staff on the defensive side. The defensive coordinator is gone. The safeties coach is gone. He is going to act as a defensive coordinator uh, for this bowl game. And it's Air Force, number one in the country, in rushing 330 a game, including Brad Roberts, 16-12. So, <clears throat> and also Air Force is 4-0 versus uh, their last Power Five, uh, the Power Five teams, 5-0 against the spread, including a couple of uh, bowl wins in this Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. Again, Baylor 4, 43-and-a-half over Air Force. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned right off the bat, you know, Baylor, uh, Dave Aranda, the, the head coach, has uh, dismissed both his defense coordinator and his safeties coach since the end of the, the regular season. Uh, and it's difficult enough to, uh, you know, prepare for an Air Force option attack that you never see, even with your full staff and, and your full complement of players. And now you're going to be doing it uh, without the defense coordinator you had during the year and without a safeties coach, I'm sure they're going to be a little bit short uh, on their defensive staff. So not an ideal situation. And, and these bowl games, so much of uh, what we handicap, uh, obviously the portals, the huge component, but motivation. You know, Baylor last year, they win the Big 12 uh, by an eyelash over Oklahoma State, uh, playing a New Year's Six Bowl game, the Sugar Bowl. And, and now they're playing in, in what, you know, fairly is considered as a lesser bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl. Right. Uh, you wouldn't expect them to have as much motivation, as much collective team psyche as I would like to say. And they're playing an Air Force team uh, that's going to be excited to play a Power 5 opponent. 
Service academies do uh, exceptionally well in bowl games. 13-3 and three against the spread are service academies over the past decade, and that includes covering uh, five of six games as an underdog in the bowl games. And then you look at this Air Force team individually as a uh, underdog. They are 19-9 and nine against the spread since 2014. You mentioned Brad Roberts, the fullback, the old-style bruising fullback for the Falcons. He's carried the ball the last uh, four games a total of 134 times, so 33-and-a-half carries a game in those four games. I think he's going to tote it over 35 times in this game. And a key factor also in this contest, the weather. Thursday night's forecast in Fort Worth calls for a low temperature of 11 degrees. Winds 15 to 25 miles per hour, gusts perhaps up to 40 miles per hour. So that one is going to negate the passing game, uh, which obviously is going to you know benefit Air Force. They don't throw the ball that much. Uh, Baylor does throw the ball with their uh, second-year quarterback, Blake Shapin. So you kind of negate the passing game, and that weather just sounds brutal. It sounds a lot more like Colorado Springs weather than Waco, Texas weather to me. Um, you know, I just think a lot of things here uh, add up for Air Force. A little bit of a uni- unique tidbit. Air Force was favored in all 12 regular season games this year. So this is the first time the Falcons uh, have been an underdog all season. They've played really great defense down the stretch, albeit against, you know, middling Mountain West opponents, but only allowed 44 points, a total of their last five games. So I think Air Force plus four an excellent play. I think the Falcons might win this one outright uh, there in Fort Worth Thursday night. I I agree with you, Paul. And I've, I I it's almost an auto bet for me for the military schools uh, in these uh, bowl games. One because they're usually playing in some of the smaller bowls. They're not playing in the uh, national semifinals. They're not playing in the New Year's Six bowls. Uh, so you know where motivation is always the biggest factor in situationally handicapping them. You don't have to worry about that. Now we added the, the opt outs. You don't have to worry about that with them as well. And was it last year that that line moved so much on Army? Is it Army and Wake Forest? It went from like one to like six, and they they, they fell. It fell in between. The, the line did cost the closing line. Uh, the uh, the military school did not cover, but. I mean, uh, minus that, I, I can remember Army beating Houston like a drum one year. It might have been like 40 to nothing at half uh, in one of those bowl games. So even alternate line uh, options might be a suggestion with some of these because we really do see some. Uh, and now you throw in the win. All, we, all we're missing is playing this game at 7 a.m., you know, when the military schools are much more awake than some of the others. So I'm with you on that one, Paul. I'm going to piggyback you on Air Force. All right, the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. It's Houston, not too far uh, from Fort Worth. Houston, 7.5 and 57 over ULL. Uh, Houston and Holgerson, 10, 2 and 6 in bowl games, including uh, double-digit losses against Hawaii, Syracuse, Miami, and Utah. Uh, the quarterback and wide receiver, are playing Tune and Dell, that uh, quarterback wide receiver uh, combo for Houston is playing. Dell had 103 receptions for 1354 and 15 TDs. Uh, the quarterback Woolridge is out with an injury for ULL. Uh, two of the four wide receivers are opting out. Also, their edge rusher, Andre Jones, is opting out. Uh, and so, Houston, well, Houston doesn't seriously has a. Uh, Motivation issues in some of these bowl games. 
ULL is have, having some opt-outs. Where Where's the balance here for you, Paul? Yeah, I would really like this game uh, even more than I do if it weren't for the key opt-outs on the Louisiana side. You mentioned the receivers opting out, the most notable of those being uh, Michael Jefferson, 51 catches for 810 yards and seven touchdowns. And then their top edge guy, Andre Jones, defensive end, eight and a half tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks this year. So that's a lot of production. And then the fact that Clayton Toon, the quarterback for Houston, uh, a veteran guy who's played a lot of football at the collegiate level, and his top receiver, uh, Tank Dell, both indicating they're going to play. Uh, this game also uh, will be impacted by weather. It's going to be a Friday afternoon game uh, this coming Friday, the 23rd, there in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. A high of 27 degrees forecast on Friday, uh, winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. So you're going to have some weather there as well. But on the surface, you know, the Raging Cajuns, they have – of the Sunbelt Conference would seem to have uh, more, um, you know, just desire to play this game, getting the opportunity to play an American Athletic Conference team headed to the Big 12 next year uh, and getting to play in their home state of Louisiana. Uh, You know, this is one of those, again, quote, unquote, uh, non-marquee bowls uh, where I think one team, that being Louisiana, uh, you know, might be substantially more invested um, Louisiana, you know, would seem again to be the team that has more to play for. Uh, the Raging Cajuns need a victory to uh, secure a winning season and go seven and six. And you mentioned Dana Hogerson's uh, teams recently in bowl games haven't fared very well. Two and seven against the spread, three and six uh, straight up in bowl games. And Hogerson's uh, teams have lost by 14 points or more in four of their past five bowl games. And looking this season, in the five games which the Cougars were favored by 17 points or or fewer, favored by 17 points or fewer, they lost three of those games. So they've lost uh, some games uh, straight up as the betting favorite. I still like Louisiana plus seven and a half. Uh, I would like it more if not for the opt-outs on the Louisiana side and the fact that Toon and Dale seem to be playing. But, you know, for a a medium-sized bet, moderate bet, uh, Louisiana – plus seven and a half over Houston. All right. Uh, the Raging Cajuns in some uh, nasty weather uh, up in, well, in under um, <clears throat> under uh, Billy Napier. Uh, they were undefeated uh, in bowl games uh, in, in his run there, but uh, we'll have to see if they can continue that, but a few opt-outs. So, and the, the couple of wins that Holgerson has, last uh, the few wins that he has in bowl games, were just by one and four points uh, over at uh, Houston. So uh, the seven and a half looks pretty big. All right, let's get to the Gasparilla Bowl. It's the last bowl uh, that we'll discuss today, uh, Paul, and that is the uh, Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They are one and 58 and a half over Missouri. So for Missouri, three of the top defenders are opting out, including their edge top edge rusher uh, and also their top wide receiver. Sam Hartman. Now, we got this news in the summertime when we were doing the college football previews, and this guy was as big of a difference maker from, you know, because they they de- they depended so much on him. They rarely stopped anybody on defense. It was a big drop-off, but he was able to play uh, early in the season and hasn't had as great of a season as they thought. They kind of, um, kind of faded down the stretch uh, with their schedule. But the interesting thing is, 
He is not going to return to Winston-Salem. He's been at Wake Forest for five seasons now. He's either going to go to the pros or he's going to go play one more year with another program. But it's kind of being applauded uh, in Winston-Salem. So and even among their, uh, their other ACC partners in the league. So a lot of people saying some nice things about Hartman making this, going to make a move, but going to stick with his team this year and play in this game. Makes an impression on me. Uh, a tough one here. I'll tell you one thing we can get a, we wish we can get a line on, Paul, and that is a money line on agents versus athletic directors. Because Eli Drinkowitz, he gets an extension for what exactly? So anyway, I mean, some of these coaches, how much money are these schools paying these coaches not to coach? It's because of contracts like this. Wake Forest won in 58 and a half over Mizzou. Yeah, I mean, you, you touched on the the Missouri opt-outs, uh, three defensive uh, players, uh, starters missing, including uh, defensive end Isaiah McGuire, uh, and then their top receiver, Dominic Lovett, uh, 56 catches, 856, uh, 846 yards. He's in the transfer portal. So I think Missouri is going to be the team uh, most impacted uh, by the uh, opt-outs during this bowl game. Missouri – uh, won its last two games of the regular season. That included a 29-27 victory in their uh, regular season finale uh, over Arkansas. And by winning those last two games, uh, they gained bowl eligibility at 6-6. Six and six. And we'll remember earlier in the year, probably their most notable, their most memorable game back on October 1st, uh, they led uh, defending national champion Georgia 22-12, to led them by 10 early in the fourth quarter, uh, couldn't hang on. The dogs escaped with a 26-22 victory. Then on the other sideline, Wake Forest, they ascended all the way to uh, 10th, number 10 uh, in both major uh, polls in the latter part of October. But that was before they dropped four of their final five regular season games. Uh, their marquee victory this year, a 31-21 road victory over Florida State in Tallahassee as a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, you know, Missouri would appear to have the momentum edge, if you will, entering the bowl game. But with that said, I've never really seen a clear correlation between late season performance and bowl performance. It's just kind of a crapshoot, in my uh, opinion. Uh, from Chris the Bear Felica, uh, ACC teams other than Clemson are 2-12 and 12 straight up in bowl games versus other Power 5 teams since 2019. Um, you know, I, I like Wake here primarily. This is, you know, the, the my least favorite probably of these three. Uh, just the fact I really like this Missouri defense. But they're without three key players, and they're without Lovett on, on the uh, offensive end. So this, as much as anything, my pick on Wake minus one is the fact that it appears Sam Hartman will play. And on the other sideline, it appears like Missouri is going to be significantly more impacted by players who will not be there uh, in this bowl game on Friday. So as you said last week, I believe, for a cup of gumbo, maybe with some I don't, just mild, mild spice. I can't handle the, the spice like you uh, you true Cajuns can. But uh, small cup of gumbo, I'll take uh, weight minus one over Missouri in the Gasparilla Bowl. All right. I, I just I, I like I like Dave Clawson uh, in the bowl games too. It's usually a, a, even if they might not win everyone, but they always seem to – Kind of be ready to play, and I just I, I'm going to go with this uh, with this uh, Hartman deal. Also, um, 
in uh, the, the uh, Wake Forest and Clawson, five and one outside of the ACC. And boy, they they were a tough luck in the fact that did DJU throw the ball any better than what he threw it in the Wake Forest game? I mean, he was making a lot of plays and everything. And what they were down to their last play a couple of times in that uh, multi overtime game fairly early in the season. I um uh, I. No doubt, I understand the correlation. Hey, that's that's documented. Late season fades, tough to rebound uh, in the ball game. I think you have a little special situation here with Hartman coming back. I would lean not not again not my favorite play of the ball games, but I would lean toward Wake Forest as well. So, uh, we're both on Air Force military school there. Uh, Baylor catching uh, so we're catching four against Baylor in the Armed Forces Bowl in very chilly Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, the Independence Bowl, chilly there too. High of 27 in Shreveport. ULL, Paul likes, plus seven and a half in that one. In the slightest of leans by Paul on Wake Forest there, I like them a little bit more. The Demon Deacons laying the one against a Missouri defense doesn't have as many points. It's a good combination. Hartman back, does some defenders down for Missouri, and maybe Drinkowitz is, uh, I don't know, popping champagne with that new deal uh, somewhere. Paul, Merry Christmas. Stay safe uh, with the uh, Arctic Blast uh, coming down to Texas. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you a little bit later uh, in the month, uh, also talking some more bowl games and some college basketball as well. For Paul Stone, I'm Jimmy Yacht here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.